Hello 49er fans and welcome once again to the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This week's show is brought to you by the 49ers Paradise Store featuring all the 49ers merchandise you could possibly want including Mitchell and S throwback merchandise. You've got to check out everything from baby clothes and hats to jerseys and toothbrushes and exclusive Paradise merchandise. You can get it all at the 49ers Paradise Store. Alright folks, it's been uh, an interesting week and I'm happy to get on with uh, the show this week. A reminder that if you're interested in sponsoring a podcast show, you can do so by either emailing me at podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net or calling the show and I'll be happy to work out some sort of uh, advertisement advertisement arrangement with you so that you can reach a very targeted audience. The number to call the show if you have any questions or comments is local from San Francisco, and there are many other local numbers also available on the podcast page, but from San Fran, you would dial 415-354-1083 from any regular phone, then press 1 when you're prompted to, and then dial 1-747-628-7149 and the number sign to be connected to the 49ers Paradise. You'll hear a message from me inviting you to leave a message, and uh, go ahead and do so. It's certainly a great way to get in touch with the 49ers Paradise and the rest of the 49ers community, so I look forward to your comments. If you have any questions about that, you can certainly email me. All right, this week's question comes from uh, our first question, actually, comes from a call-in for the first time ever. I'd like to uh, play another fan's voice over the show as he asks his question. Here it is. I just wanted to find out if the ad that's on your, or the article that's on Paradise.com is uh, for real about Javon Walker coming to the Niners, or is that an April Fool's joke? So I did try and email this uh, fellow because he did leave his email address, and clearly uh, he was a little bit confused, but uh, the email bounced back to me. So if you're listening, I do apologize for not being able to get uh, get back to you any sooner on that, but... Uh, the answer to your question, of course, and hopefully you figured out by now, is that yes, it was an April Fool's joke. It's something that's uh, been done annually, well, not annually, but certainly over the past couple of years in combination with 49ers Web Zone, and uh, something the fans, most of them at least, have uh, found quite funny. This year I've gotten a few more flame mails than um, I'm accustomed to, but perhaps that's a sign of a growing uh, popularity or, or whatnot. Um, there were some telltale giveaways about the article for those of you who did uh, read it and are interested. You can go back and have a look. It's in the news archive, but uh, if you just want to hear about it. Um, for starters, the article itself was uh, was fake. So most fans were able to recognize the fake content, the fake source, quite quickly, um, especially when we started talking about such things as George Seifert's newfound gambling addition, uh, addiction, uh, Mike Rumpf's, Mike Rumpf's sorry, finger injury from playing uh, video games, stuff like that, which was completely out there. Um, although the Javon Walker story, I could understand if somebody only read that, somewhat believable. 
Um, the links, none of them worked on the page. There was a pull-down menu that said April Fools in it. Um, on the right-hand side of the page, there was also a, a couple quotes making fun of myself and David, the webmaster at the WebZone, um, about us getting in trouble with the law for what we put on the uh, on the web as a hoax. So that was uh, interesting. And uh, of course, at the very bottom of the article, there was also a disclaimer saying "Happy April Fools" from uh, our two sites. So that was uh, definitely definitely meant to be in good fun and hopefully most of you took it that way uh, I certainly had fun helping to create it and uh, watching people's reactions although certainly there were a lot more people prepared for it than there were in the past and I imagine that will continue um, should we hint hint decide to do something like this in the future again um, for those of you who couldn't take it as a joke I, I don't know what to say it's too bad because it was all in good fun, and uh, I think a lot of people had a lot of fun with it. So that, of course, brings us to the 49ers this week, and it's been a pretty slow week in terms of transactions uh, for the team. No free agent signings since uh, the last big one, and uh, no real draft rumors that uh, have come out as new. Of course, the team is still looking at the sixth pick. Should they move up? Should they move down? Nolan has said he'd do either. Of course, what else is he going to say? Um, he's also said that they might draft defense, they might draft offense, but they want a playmaker. So um, basically, Nolan, like every other coach in the league, general manager in the league, is saying, I want a outstanding player, and I'm willing to move up the draft or down the draft board to get him. So uh, take it with a grain of salt. Everything you hear these days is, um, even with the first pick, is completely, completely um, meant to throw everybody else in the league off. So it, do it doesn't really matter. There are um, a lot of interesting options being weighed by the 49ers. Certainly one of them that I find quite appealing is uh, Vernon Davis, who's a tight end and one heck of a playmaker. And the reason I find him so um, interesting as a candidate for the 49ers' sixth pick um, is not just his talent level, but the extras that he would bring to the team. Particularly, he would be able to help block for Alex Smith and be an immense help on the offense for Alex Smith and getting Smith's production up to where it needs to be, giving Smith a reliable, sure-handed target, um, and certainly would com complement a guy like Eric Johnson well. Um, I think it would be just an absolute boost to the offense. And that's what uh, Alex Smith needs to build his confidence. That's what he needs to be able to stay healthy as somebody to unload the ball off to. And uh, I think that's also what Mike Nolan needs if his intention is to stick around long term because in order to do that, he needs to have a successful quarterback and the only way to get that is with a healthy offensive line and weapons to throw to. So I've mentioned a few times over the past couple of weeks that I really want to see the team focusing on using a two running back set in the split eye back formation because it gives Smith the quick dump off option and I think adding a tight end with the versatility and playmake ability of Davis would be a fantastic addition for the team um, especially considering we've hoped they've improved the wide receiver spot already recognizing that of course there's still a glaring need for a really real pass rush defensive end we still have a glaring need at linebacker and in the defensive backfield. So it's not like the 49ers only have one way to go on this issue. And uh, certainly the fun thing about the draft is even if you get the guy that we're all hoping for, there's no guarantee that they'll per turn out. So 
With that being said, I'd like to introduce um, Todd, who's a regular on the 49ers Paradise uh, Forum, is uh, chiming in as our resident draft guru. He's certainly an extremely well-viewed and read candidate for this position, and I'm sure his insight is going to be well worth the couple minutes that he's offered us here and hopefully become a regular feature on 49ers Paradise. So I want to thank Todd for tu- for tuning in and giving us his opinion. And um, for those of you who are wondering what the special edition would be this week, here it is. It's Todd from 49ers Paradise with his take on the first round pick in the draft. Hey, Brian and 49ers Paradise fans, this is Todd. We're on the forum, Antos 51. I thought I'd call in and help contribute to the podcast. I just happened to listen to my first podcast last week. I know I'm behind the times. But anyway, I enjoyed it so much. All I could think about the next two days were some uh, cool ways the podcast could add to the site. So while talking to Brian about these ways, he asked if I would uh, call in and offer some insight to this year's draft. Well, first off, let me give you a little warning. As I'm sure some of you are aware, I'm currently in chiropractic school, and 30 credit hours plus a family didn't allow me near as much time to break down tape I did last year. But still, I have been keeping a close eye on the Senior Bowl, Combine, and Pro Days. So I'm going to offer you guys just a little tidbits. Anyway, to the main subject at hand, what should the Niners do with the sixth pick? Well, it's pretty obvious that most Niners fans are in love with Vernon Davis. You can count me in as one of them. I've said this before in the forum. I really feel if Vernon's name was Kellen Winslow, you'd have heard of him long before this year, and people would be saying that he's the best, prospect, uh, best tight end prospect of all time. People are even saying that now about him. The guy is a monster and would be a great addition for the Niners. He especially should help uh, with Alex Smith's development. So after I said all that, you would think it would be a slam dunk for the Niners to take him with the sixth pick. But right now, I say at best, there's a 50-50 chance the Niners take VD. I think Nolan's number one option right now is to attempt to trade down a few spots. And the opportunity could very well be there if one of the top quarterbacks, Leonard or Young, were to slip to the sixth pick. I could see a deal being done with Detroit, Arizona, Baltimore, Denver. So if a deal were to take place, who is the Niners target? I think it's obvious. obviously depends how far they go. If they were to make a deal with Arizona, I could see Huff still being on the board. I did read recently teams are not sold on him as corner, and which has caused him to slip slightly on some draft boards. The more likely target targets, Wembley especially has been flying up draft boards, and I have seen him in multiple mocks going to the Browns with the 12th pick. If by chance the Niners cannot move down, I think Nolan's second option is to take the best defensive player on the board, be that Mario Williams or A.J. Hawk. It's very likely one of them will be gone, or maybe even both. The reason I think the Niners go defense is since Nolan has arrived, they have addressed offense a lot, and it's time for Nolan to get some weapons to add to his defense. If both Mario and Hawk are gone, it looks pretty good for the Niners to take Vernon Davis. Anyway, it's getting late here. I'm going to hit the hay. I'll try to catch up with you guys next week and comment on the possible second-round picks. Later, guys, and take care. All right, fans. So there was a a little bit of technical difficulties there that uh, Todd and I experienced, given that this was our first run-through, but hopefully it'll continue to get better. I know that... uh, He's certainly got his head on straight with the draft each and every year and uh, an amazing asset. So if you have any questions for Todd, you can certainly catch him on the forum or feel free to ask them by calling into the show and I'll be sure to forward them his way so he can respond to them on air. 
Alright, so 49er fans, here's a question. Why is it that so many San Franciscans don't want a new stadium? It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not a local, I get that. I'm not paying the tax money, I get that too. But at the end of the day, the, the Niners are playing in a dilapidated stadium that's not bringing in any revenue for the owners or giving them any incentive to keep the team in San Francisco. And I've got to say that even if you're not a football fan, you've got to have an interest in having a National League team located in San Fran. It just makes sense. The merchandise, the affiliation, the possibilities of a Super Bowl. There's a ton of incentives to have this team stay in San Francisco, and without a stadium, it's not going to happen. There's no reason in the world the Niners should continue to play in that dilapidated stadium. For all the history there, it is still a dump, and I hate to say it, it's going to continue to be a dump. There's no way you can renovate that stadium, and so taxpayers, locals, here's the deal. If the Niners have to vote, put it to a vote again about a new stadium, you vote yes. Allow the new stadium, because otherwise you're going to lose your Niners. Tell everybody you know that that's the case, because there's no reason in the world that the team will stay there if it can't generate revenue, and if it's clearly not wanted by the people of the cities. What's the point? I wouldn't ask them to. They might move to a suburb if that's the case, sure. They could move to L.A., that's possible too. But at the end of the day, do you really want to have to drive across a bridge to see a Niners game? Do you really want to have to take the commute out to Santa Clara or some other suburb to see a Niners game? Do you really want to lose the opportunity of Super Bowl revenues in San Francisco just for one measly vote? I get it. I'm a taxpayer. I pay so much tax living up here in Canada, it's not even funny. With our welfare state up here, we pay more tax than is conceivable. But at the end of the day, when it comes to time to supporting a new stadium for the Jays or the Leafs or the Raptors or whoever it might be, there's no reason why people here would vote to lose one of those teams. A big part of the identity of where I live is surrounded by those teams, much like the connection between the Giants, the Niners, and San Fran. So, the stadium issue is this. The 49ers are looking to build a new stadium, maybe, slowly. They're not sure if the money from their last vote back in 1997 is applicable, specifically if they change some of the building characteristics of the stadium. So, they're asking the mayor, or a judge, or somebody, to decide on whether or not they have to put the new stadium model up to a vote for the public or whether or not the judge can simply amend the, the law that allowed the vote to go through in the first place. So my friends, whether it's a vote or whether it's not shouldn't matter. What should matter is that everybody should be working towards getting this stadium done. It's the only way this team is going to return to success and it's the only way the team is going to stay in San Fran. At the end of the day, that's what matters. And I think you all know that. So let's try and get this team to stay in San Francisco. It's in all of your best interests. Do I think a stadium is imminent? Hardly. But I know that the more doors that are shut on this team, the more likely it is that the stadium will never come. And believe me,
the 23% of people who voted in the poll that the Chronicle published today, or yesterday rather, as identifying as no opinion or declined to say what their opinion was, are going to be a huge swing vote. 30% of people said they were strongly opposed, and 29% of the 500 people who voted in this survey were in favor. So that remaining 23% is going to be key. There's another 48% of people who have already said, thumbs down, we don't want it. To me, I don't understand how those numbers work, because they don't add up. But they were published by the Chronicle. There's an article in the Hot Off the Press if you're curious about reading it. But here's the deal. It's time to get a new stadium. If it's put to a vote, you want a new stadium. And uh, I don't know what else there is to say about that. Certainly, if any of you want to chime in about why you might not want a new stadium, you're, you're welcome to. But if you do so, please identify why you don't mind losing the 49ers as your team as well. Tell your friends, tell your family to let the mayor do what he has to to allow the 49ers to build a new stadium. And if it comes down to a vote, tell everyone you know to vote to allow the team to get a new stadium. I know money is at issue here. I don't know how much the team is asking for. Nobody does. But they're not going to be asking for a full finance. There's no way about that. There's money coming from the NFL. Undoubtedly, there'll be money coming from the team. The city should be able to put up a little bit of money of its own, too. Yes, there are other priorities. Yes, there are other things that perhaps are more important. But if you want to be a top-notch city and stay on top of the West Coast, what it comes down to is being a national player, and that means having big league sports teams, having big league stadiums, and attracting national attention by way of things such as the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you this week's 49ers Paradise Podcast. Thank you all once again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the additional feature of having Todd, our draft guru, chiming in, and I hope to hear from you all soon, either at podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net or give us a call at from Sam Fran, 415-354-1083. Press 1 when you're prompted, then dial 1-747-628-7149 and the number sign to be connected to 49ers Paradise. There are plenty of other free local calling numbers from which you can call in. They're all available in the podcast section of 49ers Paradise. So until next week, take care and have fun. had only just begun.